Welcome to Hashtag Houston HealthCast, the podcast powered by Houston HealthCare as part of our Hashtag Houston Healthy initiative. My guest and I are here to give the citizens of Houston County, Georgia and beyond helpful tips, advice, news and updates in the healthcare world to help them live a more Hashtag Houston Healthy lifestyle. As I'm sure many of you are aware, it is now Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You can see uh, my guest and I are both wearing pink for the occasion. Um, and the reason we're uh, addressing Breast Cancer Awareness Month is because uh, breast cancer is one of the leading health crises for women. Um, per the National Breast Cancer Foundation, uh, one in every eight women uh, will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. Uh, so today we'll be discussing breast care, uh, the importance of regular mammograms, and uh, how we at Houston Healthcare support our patients through every stage of the process when they receive the unthinkable news that they have breast cancer. So with me today is Amy Hayes. How are you doing today, Amy? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, she is one of our breast imaging patient navigators here at Houston Healthcare. Um, uh, I want to thank you for being on the podcast with me today. Oh, no problem. Um, so before we get too far into the topic at hand of, of breast cancer um, and, and breast care, I wanted to uh, get a little bit of background on you for our listeners. Um, so how long have you been with Houston Healthcare? Probably, I think, around 11 years. 11 years. Um, have you always been in uh, breast imaging or have you worked in other departments? Um, pretty much breast imaging with Houston Healthcare. Okay. Um, so uh, what uh, what brought you to that career path? Um, what, what made being a patient navigator something you wanted to do? Um, well, actually, um, we were just trying to follow our patients closer mm -hmm. um, so that we could get them called in. And it just kind of evolved into more of a direct position yeah. as far as dealing with the patients. Okay. And what, what does a patient navigator do exactly? So I follow the patients from screening to diagnosis. So we follow multiple doctors throughout Houston County and we follow their patients. Um, patient comes in for a screening mammogram. They come in for a screening mammogram and they get called back. They would get a phone call from the patient navigator telling them that they need additional imaging. They would come back for that additional imaging. Um, sometimes the radiologist says they can go back to a screening or they need a six-month follow-up or they need a biopsy. And from that point, we continue to follow them through the process. Okay. Um, so um, what made you want to get into healthcare in general? Like, like what, what does, um, you know, what, what about that field really, you know, motivates you? Well, I care for my patients, and it's just something that's um, deep inside my heart, and I just thoroughly believe in it. Sure, absolutely, um, and I'm glad I'm glad you do because you're an asset to Houston Healthcare. I oh, want to thank, thank you. you. Um, so let's talk a little bit about mammograms. Um, I won't ask too many details about mammograms because we actually have another interview that we did with Dr. Lori Armstrong. Mm -hmm. She's with our breast care team. So I encourage everybody out there that's going to be on our YouTube channel. The description uh, will have the link. So definitely go and check that out. Uh, she answers a lot of really uh, frequently asked questions. It's really informative. So I encourage everybody to go watch that. Um, but um, let's hit the high points of mammograms. When should a woman get her first mammogram and how often after she gets her first should she continue to get them? So it would depend on the um, risk factors 
as far um, standard is at 40. If a patient is at high risk, meaning they have a family history, they can start at age 35. Um, other than that, it's 40 and it's every year. Okay. Um, so when you say risk factors um, and a family history, like what kind of family history would that? Like if they have a grandmother or a mother or a sister that's had breast cancer, that would put them at a higher risk for possibly developing breast cancer. So then they can come on in at 35 for their mammogram. Okay. Or if um, their mother was diagnosed with breast cancer, then they recommend that the patient come 10 years prior to the patient's mother being diagnosed. Okay. So if the mother was diagnosed at 35, then the patient would need to come at 25. Okay. Um, and why are regular mammograms so important? Because there are things that we can see under mammography that cannot be felt, and we really want to see them before you can feel them. Okay. Understood. Um, so what kind of technology uh, do we have at Houston Healthcare that sets us apart from other facilities or providers that lets us see those things? Um, well, we have the 3D mammography, and, and we offer it to every patient. It doesn't matter if you're insurance. Every patient is going to get 3D mammography at Houston Healthcare. Okay. And it allows the radiologist to see. It's like well over 300 images when we do the mammogram mm -hmm. that the radiologist reviews. Okay. Um, so uh, let's kind of walk through the process of uh, coming in and getting a mammogram. Um, what would that look like? I, I've, I've scheduled an appointment. I'm coming in to get a mammogram. Well, we offer them at the Pavilion Diagnostic Center, and we also offer them at Perry Hospital. Okay. So you would go at whichever facility that you're scheduled to go have your mammogram. Um, when you go, your doctor usually has your order, or we also do self-referrals for screening mammograms. The patient can schedule the mammogram. Um, so then they get registered. Um, sometimes at scheduling, they tell them they don't need to wear deodorant, um, but you can wear deodorant because we do have wipes. Okay. So telling a woman she can't wear deodorant is often hard. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm sure. I would never so presume. We do have deodorant wipes. So um, once they're registered, the mammographer is going to call them, bring them back. They'll tell them to get undressed from the waist up. They have a robe to put on. They mm -hmm. come out or they can stay in their dressing room or they can come out. And then we do the mammogram. We tell the patients, typically we take four images. Um, and I tell all of my first-time patients that it should not be painful, but it can be discomforting. Okay. Because um, a lot of fear is around the mammogram as mm -hmm. it being painful. And most often the patients are like, oh, that wasn't so bad at all. Right. And then I tell my patients that it is very common to get called back from your first mammogram because if they see something, the radiologist doesn't know if it's been there your whole life or if it's something new. So I tell them not to panic if they get called back because it is common. Yeah. Um, so after we take the four images and then the patient gets dressed and then we will either send an email for their results or either they will get a letter in the mail, however they prefer. Okay. So when you say that it's not uncommon to get a call back, uh, especially if you're new, that's kind of you guys learning, you know, their body and how they look. So if it's something that you've never seen, it's a regularity, that might not mean anything because Absolutely. everybody's different. Right? Yeah, it might not. It might be their normal, but the radiologist doesn't know that. Sure. So then we will call them back. And then I tell my patients, you know, that 
they're establishing a baseline. So next year when they come in for their mammogram, it'll be compared to this year's mammogram. Right. And if there's any changes next year, that's what they get called back for. Gotcha. Um, so let's say a patient comes in, they get a mammogram, and they hear some bad news. Um, like you said, a lot of times you get called back. Um, and there's irregularities that aren't anything. But let's say there's an irregularity that comes up um, and they need to look more closely at it. You know, you kind of talk about uh, second imaging. Are there other test diagnostics that you guys might do mm -hmm. to confirm a diagnosis? So sometimes they get called back for additional mammography images or an ultrasound. Um, calcifications are... Um, architectural distortion, they need um, additional mammography images. And then like if we say that we see a mass and um, we need to see if it's solid or if it's cystic. And so we would do an ultrasound. Okay. And so typically those are the things that we would do first. Okay. Do you guys ever do MRIs to confirm or is that not a common thing? That is not a common thing. Typically for a patient that is getting an MRI, they usually have some type of history that they've had a breast cancer diagnosis or they have a family history of breast cancer, which puts them um, in that elevated risk factor. Right. And so if they reach that requirement, then they can have a mammogram and an MRI. And we use those together to help with the patient's diagnosis. Okay. Um, so they go, let the patient goes through all that. They, they get secondary imaging. They, get every sort of test that they need to confirm the diagnosis, and they find out they do have breast cancer. Um, it's not an uncommon diagnosis. It happens every single day. What are the next steps for that patient? So they would, um, they're going to need to see a surgeon. They're going to need to have a breast MRI. Um, the breast MRI is, um, we use that for surgical mapping and extent of disease when we're talking about an MRI for a diagnosis. Um, and they also need genetic testing. And it checks to see if they have a genetic um, predisposition to them having breast cancer. And that provides information for their family also. So we would, um, I would typically schedule the patient for the MRI. We do the genetic testing the same day. And then um, we set their appointment up to see a surgeon of their choice. Okay. And then we also have a breast tumor board um, that we present all of our positive or highly high-risk patients too. Okay. And what does a tumor board do with that information? So a tumor board is a group of physicians that sit on our board. It's our surgeons, our radiation oncologists, our oncologists, our pathologists, me, Dr. Armstrong, our other patient navigator, and we all um, present all the newly diagnosed patients to the tumor board because each patient is treated differently. Not all breast cancers are the same and not all patients are the same. Mm -hmm. So we try to take all that into effect when we are trying to find the best treatment plan for the patient, and we all work together for that. So it's collaborative. You kind of share mm -hmm. your thoughts on it. And I'm guessing that that information, every time you see a new tumor that has something interesting or different about it, that adds to your kind of bank of knowledge as a, as a breast care team. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, so what is your specific role in the process of helping this patient, you know, through this time they, they've been diagnosed, 
um, that, you know, you're their patient navigator through this process. So I'm with them throughout the whole thing. I make sure they have all their appointments. I tell them that when they get to the appointment, if the doctor or the office says they don't have something to call me and I will help them get it. Um, I'm here for if they just need somebody to talk to, they can call me. And I ha often have patients that call me throughout the whole process mm -hmm. for things that are not even related to breast because I try to develop that relationship with them because right. I feel like it's so important. It is super important. Mm -hmm. How often do you have, do you develop, you know, really close relationships, you know, not unprofessional, but close relationships with patients where you're just trying to, you know, help them through the emotions of it. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Um, do you have any resources that you help them with if they're struggling with that, with that processing? So we have partnered with um, United and Pink, their organization, nonprofit organization out of Macon, and they help okay. a lot of our patients in Houston County. And so with the patients, um, okay, they sign off on it. We mm -hmm. um, will send their information to United and Pink, and they help a lot with the emotional support and just things that patients wouldn't even think they would need. You right. know, they're able to provide. Well, that's great. I'm, I'm glad that they're there for mm -hmm. us. Um, so, you know, kind of stepping back and, and, you know, of course, this is October. This is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. This is a big month for you guys. Um, what kind of events do you have going on this year? You guys usually have, you know, a lot of events happening. Well, I do know that we're offering um, screening mammograms for the whole month mm -hmm. in October at Perry Hospital. Okay. Um, we do offer um, screening mammograms here at the Pavilion on Saturdays okay. throughout the, the year. And then we're holding an event here at the pavilion, mm -hmm. um, a special event, like a lunch, like a little um, brunch thing mm -hmm. for patients to come and get their mammogram. And we're also offering the same thing at Perry hospital this month. That's great. So they can kind of, you know, schmooze and enjoy some, mm -hmm. some hors d'oeuvres and, and socialize, have, mm -hmm, have a little bit of a, of a fun time, make it fun. And, yeah. you know, you know, the Saturday mammograms are kind of designed to give uh, an option for people that might be busy during the week. Yeah. So you can't come in and, you know, during the week and get your mammogram done. Well, we'll offer it on Saturday. Well, a lot of women work and it's hard to get off work. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a busy women. Yes. There. <laughs> um, well, I'd like to thank you, um, Amy, for coming on and talking with me today about this. I think it's a very important topic. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say to the audience before we wrap up? Um, please come get your mammogram. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so thank you all for listening today. Um, really appreciate you coming in and uh, enjoying this podcast with us. Um, if you'd like to learn more about breast cancer awareness, there's a lot of resources online. You can visit the National Breast Cancer Foundation at nationalbreastcancer.org forward slash breast cancer dash or breast cancer awareness breast dash cancer dash awareness. Um, the Susan G. Komen Foundation uh, at komen.org or at breastcancer.org. Uh, and all of those links will, of course, be in the description. If you live in the Houston County, Georgia area, and you would like to learn more about our breast cancer, uh, breast cancer uh, imaging department or breast imaging department, um, you would uh, like to schedule your yearly mammogram as well. You can visit our website at hhc.org forward slash mammogram. 
And that link will be in the description of this video and the description of the podcast on other channels as well. Uh, please be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll post there before anywhere else. So you'll be able to find, uh, find the next podcast there first. Um, you'll be able to find all the links to our other podcast channels in the description as well. Um, if you'd like to listen to us elsewhere and be sure to, if you have a particular podcast channel of choice, uh, subscribe to our podcast there as well. Um, I hope everybody has a fantastic day and remember to stay hashtag housed and healthy. Thank you. Mm -hmm.